Ladies and gents, welcome to the MG Fitness Podcast. My name is Melissa. I'm your host. I am online fat loss coach, extraordinaire, fitness bestie, all of the above. Now, I would just like to say a huge thank you to everybody that tunes into this podcast. I received some lovely feedback recently and it's given me a lot of feelings. So I just want to say thank you. Thank you very much. Now, today I'm going to talk about how to guarantee fat loss in four weeks. Now you might be thinking, Melissa, this is a bit off brand for you. You talk about sustainable fat loss all the time, and I do. And this has got everything to do with sustainable fat loss because I feel like sometimes we we get a bit overwhelmed, you know? There's a lot of information about there, about fat loss, about fitness, etc. And for someone who's starting or really wants to lose weight, or they're in a position where they want to go it alone without having to do a fad diet or any of the above, <laughs> then it can feel really overwhelming. Where do you start? What do you do? Etc. So this is that. I have put together some points of how to guarantee fat loss in four weeks. I'm not going to tell you it's going to guarantee x amount of pounds in four weeks because that is entirely down to you but what i want to do is give you some help a nudge in the right direction because this ultimately can help you lose more weight in the long run so i just want to make sure that you are doing these handful of very simple things that are going to help you lose weight and remove all the overwhelm and get you making some progress so off we go Number one, I would like you to start with your nutrition. And I know you're thinking, oh, but that's where I need to make the most progress. Yes, you do. Nine times out of ten, it's the nutrition that needs a little bit of work. It's not necessarily the workouts. It's not necessarily the steps. It's the nutrition. So here are a couple of things I want you to do over the next four weeks. I want you to double your vegetable intake okay not only is this good for you but veg in general is a very low calorie density so that means you can have it in abundance and you don't need to worry about the calorie content necessarily okay so first things first double up on your veg if that means you have to have less of something else so let's take a classic meal for example sausage and mash <clears throat> one of my favorites Instead of having, say, three sausages, a big dollop of mash, and then a portion of veg with it, I like peas personally, peas and broccoli, delicious. Then instead, swap out a sausage for some extra veg. Have a little bit less mash for some extra veg. You see where I'm going with this, okay? Double up on your vegetables. Number two, the first meal of your day needs to have a good protein source okay so if you're not a breakfast person that is absolutely fine you do not have to have breakfast in order to guarantee fat loss but whatever your first full meal is so if that technically is breakfast or lunch whatever make sure it has a protein source in it so if it's breakfast we're talking about maybe eggs or yogurt or anything with milk etc or even a protein shake if you don't mind supplementing 
anything like that. If you're thinking more lunchtime, you could have any of those breakfast foods. I'm a big fan of that. Or make sure that you've got something that is chicken or fish or you can have plant-based alternatives as well. Your first meal of the day, have some protein in it. Like a good up to 20 grams would be ideal. But it's not a set number. That is very flexible. The reason being is if you are eating more protein, then you are going to be feeling fuller for longer. So whenever that first meal, whatever you first have, whenever that is in your day, if you've got some protein in it, it's going to potentially mean that you're less hungry later on or you're less likely to snack throughout the day. Or then later on in the day, you might not have as large a portion as you think as you normally would have done. So whatever your first meal of the day is, bang some protein in it. Wonderful. Number three, portion sizes. So let's take our typical meal again. So if we're looking at a plate where we've got, say, a, a source of protein, so that could be meat, it could be plant-based alternative, and then you've got a source of starchy carbs, pasta, rice, potatoes, etc. And then you've got all your veggies. It's a well-balanced meal, but we need to make sure that our portions are sensible. So as a rule of thumb, a quarter of your dish or your plate should be a protein source. The other quarter of it, I'm literally like demonstrating this with my hands even though you can't see it, that's dedication, should be your starchy carbs and then half of your dish, half of your plate, vegetables. So it does kind of double up with point number one, but you can apply that to anything where there is a balance of food groups. If, for example, we're talking about things in bowls, soups, porridges, cereals, etc., just be mindful of the portion. Don't pile it high. <laughs> Don't think upwards either. That's not a hack. You can't get around it that way. Instead of piling really, really high, think about what a regular portion would look like and take your time with it as well. So this is an extra sneaky little tip. If, as best you can, I know you're all busy, I know you've got a lot going on, but try and slow down when you're eating. That gives your body a chance to go, excuse me, I'm full. <laughs> Okay, so portion sizes, really think about that when you are making your meals and putting together especially evening meals or especially foods that you know you are likely to overeat. This for me is potatoes or pasta because I think they're delicious, I love them, I live for them, mm -mm -mm. but I know if I'm not careful I'm like likely to overeat them, so I will always be mindful of my portion sizes on that couple of final points on nutrition, a couple of things that you can do to help is reduce your takeaways. Now that is not because takeaways themselves inherently make you put on weight, it's just that they are a lot less easy to be mindful of or be mindful of portions etc. So at best maybe one a week, one every two weeks, try and go takeaway free for the four weeks, you never know might be a nice little challenge for you. It's going to help you with your calorie intake and it will save you some money. You're welcome. <laughs> Reduce or really cut back on the takeaways and meals out. And then do not forget, because this is what gets forgotten and I discuss this a lot pre-Christmas in the party season, drinks, liquid calories, they count. So if you're going to Costa every day and you're getting a, or other coffee places, <laughs> and you're getting a big milky drink, absolutely fine. Just be aware that they've got calories in them. Okay.
I know it's a monstrous portrayal. Same with alcoholic beverages, cocktails, etc. Try and stick to single spirits, diet mixes. Avoid cocktails where you can. If you're doing dry January, then fab, problem solved. And again, think about your portions with it. So instead of having three or four glasses, one or two, have some soft drinks in between. Same with your hot drinks. So if you do enjoy a latte of an occasion or a couple of times a week, try and go for small instead of medium. Again, it's going to save you a little bit of money. You are welcome. We're ticking these boxes today. So those are the things that you can do with your nutrition to guarantee some fat loss. A couple of things about activity. Now, if you're sat there thinking, right, well, there's quite a bit to do nutrition-wise, those are relatively small, simple things that once you get into a habit of just being mindful of is going to help. I'm not now going to sit here and tell you that you need to be carving out six hours a week to get some exercise in, okay? Three times a week, three for a minimum of 40 minutes will do you just fine. Now, that is in a situation where you've got, say, a set of 40 minutes to spare. If you want to spread that out across the week and you want to exercise, I don't know, six or seven times a week for 10, 15 minutes, have at it. Whatever works for you. Activity is useful for fat loss, but it is not the be all and end all. And just getting yourself moving three times a week is going to make you feel better and be good for your health as well. So three times a week, 30, 40 minutes, if you want to split that up across the week because you have to do it that way, it's going to help. It's going to be a contributing factor. The biggest thing though, and you know what I'm about to say, you know what I'm about to say, get those steps in. I know it's January, I know it's cold, I know it's miserable, but it is going to help if you are getting more daily activity in. Because realistically, that's also the lowest buy-in. It's the lowest effort that you're going to have to do in order to get a bit more activity in. I'm talking about taking the stairs instead of taking the lift or the escalator, for example. Parking further away when you go to the shops. Walking instead of driving to work. All those little things. Getting out for a 10-minute walk on your lunch break. You would not believe what difference that makes in a week. A 10-minute walk at a decent pace, continuously, could get you a thousand steps. If you're doing that across the week, that's 7,000 extra steps onto what you are. And if you work in an office or if you have a sit down job in any capacity, getting your daily activity up will make a massive difference. So look at your current weekly activity. If it's steps, fantastic. And if you're hitting, say, I don't know, 40,000 steps a week, think right. For the next four weeks, I'm going to try and add two or 3,000 steps each week to that. So week one, 40. Week two, 42. Week three, 44. You get where I'm going. Try and add a little bit more to it. You'd be surprised what difference that can make. Because at the end of the day, not only is it good for you health-wise, but you're just going to be burning through a few extra calories at a very low cost effort. So there we have it. If you do all of those things consistently over four weeks, you will lose body fat. If you do two or three of those things consistently over the next four weeks, you'll lose a little bit of body fat. If you do one or two of those things half-assed, you won't. Fat loss is about adjusting your behaviours in very small ways. I am very much about small changes 
big impact. And this is exactly how I work with each of my clients. I'm telling you that if you do these things, you'll see success in four weeks and you will, because a lot of it is just ins and outs. You don't need massive overhauls. You don't need to completely change your life. You can take your life as is. You can make some positive changes and you can see that difference. Because I also know for a lot of people, especially when they're first starting and they're feeling a bit overwhelmed, if we now take it back and simplify it, it's going to make it a bit more manageable and just seeing that initial bit of progress, like if in the next four weeks you lost, let's say a pound a week, you're four pounds down, how motivating is that? To be able to go, oh, hang on, yeah, I can do this. I know that really motivates a hell of a lot of people just to seeing that initial drop. So imagine what that could do if you implemented either all of or just a few of these things. I want to help you do that. So if you found this useful, please let me know. If you give it a go, if you give any of this a go, I would love to hear from you. So I'm over on Instagram at Melissa Grace PT. If you do want to start making some real significant progress with your fat loss, but you don't want to have to overhaul your entire life <laughs> and you want to enjoy it because I'm very much about that, then head over to my website, melissagracept.com and fill out a short and sweet application form and we can chat about what coaching options I have. I have spaces for one-to-one -one, and I can tell you about the next intake of the 6-6 method, which is my group online coaching program. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. I hope you found it useful. I've enjoyed talking about it. <laughs> I'm gonna do a few more like these. <laughs> if you ever have any questions, then please drop me a message. Let me know if you're enjoying the podcast, etc. And thank you for listening. I hope you have a wonderful week.